One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He's tough. I'm Matt Riddle. I fought all around the world in steel cages, knocking people out and breaking bones. It's what I do. So again, do you want me to knock them out or tap them out? August 1 warning, identity revealed as the MMA legend Tito Ortiz. Hello there, folks. Welcome to We Don't Know Wrestling. I'm your host, Sam, and we are now in 2018 in a post uh, formerly known as Always Buried Tanner's The Third uh, World. So we're going to kick the year off with something a little bit different, and that's with having a first-time guest and kind of going through a sequence of shows for our promotion. Um, for first, let me introduce this guest, uh, Bucky. How are you doing, Bucky? I'm good, man. I'm good. I am uh, happy to be here. Long time fan, first time caller. <laughs> um, and you go as Rogue Potus Staff Two or <laughs> at very underscore or tall underscore man yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. So uh, Rogue Potus Staff Two, um, a joke that is about eight months old at this point. If um, yeah, I feel like I may have ran its course at some point, and then yeah, you're yeah. just riding it. I was going to change it for the holidays. I was going to be a uh, gender-neutral Santa, but I, I don't know. I thought I might have lost a few people. It's a problematic name. Yeah, yeah. Problematic you know, holiday, though. Probably. It's very true. Very true. I think you made the, the right call, though. The right call. I appreciate that. I'm going to slurp some coffee the entire duration of the podcast because I feel like that's the only way this can go. Sure. So we're going to be talking about AAW's LaSalle shows for 2017, which you were an attendee for the the majority of them, correct? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I live in Peoria, Illinois, which is about a 80-minute drive from LaSalle. Um, they had run... Well, Dreamwave had run that building, a promotion called Dreamwave. I've been living here since 2014, moved up from Houston, Texas. Um, and they had a lot of the same talent, but the cards weren't as good. They didn't bring in enough – well, enough. They didn't bring in nearly as much like outside talent. You could argue that they brought in plenty. Um, I know Joey Ryan, big fixture on their shows. We're all big fans. Um, you know, they, they had guys, but uh, – they weren't packing the building like AAW is. No. Um, they had guys like Mustafa Ali. They had guys like Marshall Rocket. Um, but yeah, I think that the tone has definitely changed. Where, But I still think there's still some characteristics that remain the same. Uh, as far as LaSalle still have... LaSalle shows have a lighter feeling for AAW than uh, their other venues um i think that kind of goes with the dreamwave feel whenever i watch dreamwave it never felt like this super heavy dense all action-packed wrestling card um that was being super serious super intense the entire duration throughout yeah yeah um i i think a lot a lot of people could argue that that is a detriment to AEW's larger shows um they are good there's a lot of good work on them um I don't know. I know you've talked about people saying that AEW is the PWG of the Midwest. 
these LaSalle shows, if you only watch these, you would never make that comparison, really. Um, maybe to, you know, the PWG of, I don't know, eight years ago when they were pushing, uh, fuck, the guy, um, the, the Ryan Taylor and um, whoever, <laughs> whoever those, like, Southern California guys that they would book. Um, but, yeah, it's does not come off like that from these LaSalle shows. You Now that you've said that, now I'm going to be trying to remember the other guy's name. Um, Brandon something. Yep. Yep. Um, it's yeah. not going to come to me, so I'm not going mm. to invest my life into it, but mm, someone's yeah. going to at me and at you and be like, you yeah. know what? You're a bunch of idiots. Here it is. Yeah. Um, Please do Brandon, not at me about PWG. Brandon Gatz, I want to say, but that just... Oh, yeah, there you go. It was uh, Gatson. Although, I'll say Gat's probably a better name. If he comes out with, like, you know, just a pair of micro Uzis and fucking fires them into the Reseda crowd. Uh, an Aerostar-like entrance? Um, yeah. That would get over big. Big time. I mean, it then it would. Now it's it's a different world now. Um, but cool. Uh, we're in a, po- a post-Aurora, uh, Colorado world now, so can't can't even do that as a stage show. Jeez. <laughs> Um, I'm sorry. Is this not? I, do we? <laughs> I, no one. I How don't know what the show is. I don't know what the show is. <laughs> I don't know what's what's okay. What's not okay? I just roll with it. Um, so we're gonna kind of go show by show, sort of um, go through stuff that stuck out. We're not gonna go through every match. It's not gonna be a detailed analysis of everything. Um, but takeaways. Stories that you have from the event itself, uh, if you were in attendance um, for these first two that we go over, that's not going to be the case. I'm okay. looking at cage match. Oh, and I keep missing missing shows every time I look at the events. Um, the first event was January. Uh, tradition continues uh, January seventh. Uh, nice at Columbus Hall. So you weren't there. You've seen the show though. Post uh, post video launch, is that correct? I've, I think I've seen this show. I know I've seen the February show. I'm looking at this card. I don't know who Eddie Machete is. No one really does. Um, but yeah, we looked him up before. He's got 770 Instagram followers. So, uh, I'm sorry, seven seven seventy three. Very good. Um, I don't remember seeing Taya Valkyrie in person. I don't know, or I wasn't there. Obviously, I don't remember seeing Taya Valkyrie in that building. Um, I don't think I've seen this show. Good start to this. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Eddie Machete is a guy who in 2016 and 2015 was a member of the staple uh, AAW six-man with Connor Braxton and Shane Hollister and okay. uh, Marcus Crane. Pretty much guys that didn't get actual work. Um, they were never going to break out because they continuously got booked in these perpetual nightmare uh, six minutes. Um, even if the matches were decent. Uh, otherwise, I don't really remember a whole lot of this card either. Uh, other than I enjoyed this Ace Perry versus Zachary Wentz match. Uh, that was essentially two young guys that didn't do really anything special. Uh, and I loved it because they didn't try to do anything nuts. Um, and seeing young guys be restrained and not need to bust out all the sick moves is pleasant to me. Yeah, um, Ace Perry. Um, I know Ace Perry um, mainly by his ubiquitous uh, headband. 
uh, very good. He um, he never he never leaves home without it. Um, I think he's an Indiana guy. I've seen very little of him. Often teams with uh, Paco, but we'll talk about Paco more later on. Um, yeah, Ace Perry versus Zach Wentz. Um, Zachary Wentz, of course, most well known for being number one hundred on New York Mike's. Uh, we don't know wrestling one hundred for is, twenty, which is fluctuating yeah. by the day. You never know. You yeah. never know. I'm gonna send. I him think some... he's locked in that spot. I think he's locked in that hundred spot. Can't be I've removed. seen Mike say that so many times. There's no way he doesn't make it, even though he has no idea who he is, what he looks like, or what he's done in 2017. Which is unfortunate because Wentz is very, very good. Yeah, yeah. I um, I had seen Wentz on tape before seeing him live, as I pretty much everybody on these shows, except for maybe some local guys. And I was surprised by um, how incredibly like well built he is. He's uh, he's a small guy, but he's I don't know. He's imposing, even though he's very small. He's got a lot of energy. He seems like, um, I don't know, uh, world's cutest meth dealer, perhaps. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's the exact kind of look. He, he, the first time you see him, you're like, yeah, he's professional wrestling. He's probably on drugs, but he's really good at what he does. So I'm going to let it slide. You know, you don't know the politics of it all, but you just have to assume by looking at that gentleman that he grew up in a trailer park somewhere. Um, and he just wanted to break out, create his own path. Um, well, he's one of the, uh, he's one of the Ohio guys, right? He's one of, uh, the Christ's, uh, Dayton, Ohio boys. Chris kids. Yeah. 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 So that would, that would fit the, uh, that would fit the bill. <laughs> trailer park, methamphetamines, um, and on and on. And there we go. We're going to move on to February now. Uh, end of innocence, February 4th. Um, I also did not attend this show. So that's okay. I know I've seen it. <laughs> probably the most notable match on the card uh, being Sammy Callahan versus Kong Kong, which is a legitimately great match. Um, yeah. I think yeah. The most, one of the most unique of Sammy's reign. Yeah. Um, Sammy doesn't – I mean, obviously, Sammy's not a big guy, um, but most guys in the Indies aren't. Um I feel like Congo Kong, even a few years into his like his current run as that character doing that gimmick, um, he's still got this aura about him. I unfortunately have not had the pleasure of seeing him live, but um, he is he is still something special. Uh, I, I guess he works Impact now or uh, Global Force, whatever it's called. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's Impact Wrestling. Formerly okay. known as Global Force, formerly known as Impact Wrestling, formerly known as Total Nonstop Action. Get it right. Formerly known as NWATNA. Exactly, exactly. Plus the NWA. I used to, I used to buy those shows, you know, those weekly, <laughs> those weekly uh, pay-per-views. That sounds, when I was you were, you were an enabler. You were an enabler of bad business practices. Um, I don't know, man. What can I say? I really like... Uh, Apollo. Was that, the, <laughs> was that the guy's name? I'm pretty sure he's from Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah, Apollo. Good, 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 good. Um, Big fan. I'm now looking through Kong Kong's cage match, which is something I totally shouldn't do. Uh, but, okay, <laughs> end of innocence, the only one you play pretty much need to see is Sam Callahan versus Kong Kong. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, looking at this card, I remember the Scarlet, uh, Scarlet and Graves, that's Desmond Xavier and Zachary Wentz against OI4K as being a very good seven minute sprint between guys who clearly 
like you know one team was trained by the other team um i don't remember the opening four-way with david Starr. um and yeah let's uh can i i just i don't want to get too far off subject here but phil schneider philip albert schneider what the fuck david Starr. i that is a bad okay. opinion so background go to the wdkw wrestling um starting from the r because i did that wrong wdk wrestling.freeforms.net <laughs> um they're joining into the we don't know wrestling 100 discussions um but it's actually david uh phil schneider said that david star wasn't good in the walter matches and that's offensive on multiple levels um i'm yeah. gonna pick a fight uh, you know what don't live live uh, what's the saying something about being a hero or die to be a villain um, they don't all wear capes. Exactly. I don't, exactly. I, I, I don't know. Die a hero or live long enough to be a villain. While wearing a cape, right? Exactly. You always, you're always wearing a cape either way. You're either a right. villain or the cape or a hero with a cape. That's right. how it works. Um, yeah. I, um, I saw your post a little bit ago, and then I immediately went because I assumed that was going to be one of the more recent posts. So, yeah. Uh, Phil Schneider... Uh, what, 34 minutes ago, approximately. <laughs> Bad opinion. But also, I find it very hilarious that he's posting in my forum. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I've been, I, yeah. Um, again, we're way off topic here, but I've been, uh, I've, I've probably put in uh, Wrestling KO 100 lists. I didn't do one last year, but I'm pretty sure I did 2013, 2014, and 2015. Um, so, yeah. I mean, and obviously, Segunda death valley driver you'd think a man with like such a fantastic history and such wonderful writing and uh like a very good forgotten podcast in uh, uh digging in the crates i believe wouldn't have such bad opinions but here we are there you go there you go uh yeah. someone i read a lot a lot of when i was going through a transitional phase in my wrestling fandom from sure. uh 2012 New Japan fan to whatever the heck I am now, I guess. Um, oh yeah, monster. we do need to uh, we we need to wrap this up in within uh, four and a half hours so we can both watch that show. You're staying up, right? No, no, that's not my life. Oh, what? I someone can record the Rambo and uh, send that to me uh, on Google Drive, please. Hmm. But other than that, um, hmm. I don't got the what you... the the kingdom in me. Hmm. Interesting. Why is that? Are you are you waking up? No, 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 God, good. no. Good, 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 good. That's smart. Are you out of your mind? I, I woke up for Ryzen. I'm not waking up for this Wrestle Kingdom garbage. I saw real professional wrestling. I, uh, I think it's going to be a very good show. I am not going to wake up for it. I'm not sure I saw a single New Japan professional wrestling match in 2017. Um, which yeah. I don't say that as a, a – it is a statement, but it's not – it's more so – I just avoided something I'm not entirely sure um, I was feeling. Because I feel like I was, if I watched it, I'm going to have to have a take on it. And that's a lot of pressure. I'm a take machine. You can't stop takes once they come in. Um, sure. So I just avoided it. That's um, what we all say about you. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'll say this. I think you would really enjoy Tanahashi versus Nagata from the G1. Man. And I think you would enjoy Juice Robinson's run in the G1. I'm going to have to watch some New Japan professional wrestling before I, I submit my ballot for my professional wrestling Pull. Yeah, uh, hey man, you got four and a half hours before the uh, before the big show. Man. Just cram. Man, I'm not sure you, if you, 
you need the backstory. You can watch Kenny and uh, and Okada, uh, what, about four times in that much. I'm just going to watch every Okada versus Naito match um, I can that time span. Yeah, take GIFs of it and post them um, in chronolo- chronological order. Exactly. Big numbers. Like uh, Senior Lariato. There you go. Exactly. I'll steal all those GIFs and just post them yeah. on my account. Yeah, just repost. Yeah, there you go. Hopefully. Uh, okay. Next one, the one, the first card that you attended uh, in March, March 4th, Chaos Theory. Yeah, um, so this is the first show I went to. Um, a little backstory about the tickets, the ticket. Um, and then my mom died the same day, which is fucking crazy, obviously. Um, we had to, I had to take like two weeks off of work to arrange her stuff you know i had to fly down to texas um it was a fucking mess but i still went to see the show dedication right uh but seriously it was it was very helpful i want to say um a major thing in my year was going to this wrestling show during what was an awful time so not a great show really needed it though professional wrestling can do that even when It's not great. Still can be the perfect thing. Yeah, it's fantastic therapy. Now, this show is not great. Um, match of the night, definitely Sammy versus Ray Phoenix um, in the main event, at least as far as I can remember. Um, I think that match is one of their lesser matches. They've had a bunch of them, obviously. Um, I remember being disappointed that pentagon wasn't there which at this point seems crazy because uh, let's be honest penta el sierra miedo or whatever his name is now is one of the most overrated workers in the world very true fun fact Uh, um he's lazy um his moveset is like straight out of i don't know he seems like a guy who created his own character in fire pro wrestling world and then became a wrestling star and just straight up adapted his moveset from the game. Yeah, he's it's bland. It's feels forced. Uh, it doesn't feel authentic. Um, but luckily he wasn't here and to get the Sam Callahan versus Ray Phoenix match, which I think is very good. Um, right. But now I don't remember much of it. So I have a hard time like committing to an opinion. Um, the only yeah. other, the the only other match I really did dig was the Davey Vega Matt Bitchett versus uh, Xavier Wentz match that opened the show. Um, yeah, yeah, that is that is very fun. That is so I have not seen a lot of uh, Davey Vega or Matt Fitchett before this. I know they're staples of the area, um, but I am very impressed every time I see them. Um, that match had a gimmick of the the winner, the person who takes the fall, gets the I guess heritage title match against ACH filling in for, for Pentagon, um, which led us to Desmond Xavier versus ACH in a match that I was excited about. And then they proceeded to um, have a dance off where they had women put dollars down their trunks, which is all good and well, but I think those two could have had a house was like that night. Match. You know, I don't, <laughs> I, 
compared to the later shows, I guess it probably was. Dan Daniels in the background, get, let them know. Yeah, Sorry, you're not yeah. getting not going double pay, Des. Um, yeah, straight stuff, like, I guess. Yeah, Danny Daniels will. He definitely knows the females in that audience and can point his talent to the people most willing to shove a five dollar bill up their ass. Well, I'm sorry, down their ass crack. Um, I don't think anybody actually got a any currency of any kind up their actual ass. That's good. That's yeah. good. That can cause an infection. Yeah, uh, yeah. You don't know where that's been. Um, I also I shamelessly liked the Air Fox versus JT Dunn match. Um, yeah, know. that's a weird one. I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't know if I like JT Dunn. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. He's very much a elbow spammy guy. So here's the thing. He didn't throw a single elbow in that match. He's a strike spammy guy. It's very strange. At some point, if you watch that tape, the the crowd is not into it. And at some point, a certain person in the crowd yells, JT, can you throw a fucking elbow, please? And he doesn't. So I... I don't know. There's a spot where he does a tombstone pile driver on the apron. Um, so that happened. Professional wrestling, as is meant didn't, to be done. Didn't get a pop. Um, <laughs> AR Fox kicked it too, not even 2.5. Um, yeah, I don't know. I love AR Fox. He loves to take those apron bumps, but I he gets I don't this glorious for professional wrestling. Yeah, I big fan, big fan. Well, I, I think that's all I've got, except for Ethan Page sucks. Yeah, that's, that is correct. I'm yeah. I'm not going to give a counter opinion to that one. Yeah. Uh, next next show down the line, April twenty second, Path of Redemption. Boy, this is uh, this is a hell of a show. This is probably my favorite show that they've done in LaSalle. Um, Bold state. So yeah, yeah. I mean, look. I I'd, I'd never really seen Daga. Um, he came in and faced um, my number one wrestler of the year, Michael Elgin. Hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure if that was sarcasm, if that was an actual opinion. Um, oh, I've, I've been staying offline since uh, November 25th. Did something happen? Even then, even then, I've been trying. I'm to uncomfortable with you having a number spoilers. one. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, no, fuck Michael Logan. Uh, yeah, I've, I'm, I skipped that match on this show. I skipped a lot of matches on this show because the only match I needed to see was Bob Holly versus Mil Mortez. Yeah, yeah, um, the match that got a holy shit chant before it even started. You'd think it was the Shield versus the Wyatts. It was really pretty electric in that building. Um, that, I think that's the show. Yeah, that's the show where I met. Um, I ended up just randomly sitting next to these guys from Iowa um, who drive to every LaSalle show, like a, I don't know, two and a half hour drive. Um, I think it's at Merciless Jones and at Psychosis93 on Twitter. Uh, Richard and Robert, they are very nice guys. And we proceeded to bring that crowd alive. Like that was, that is a dead building, except for. I mean, at least at this point, it was a dead building, except for our little row there. And um, 
we were losing our shit. Bob Holly looks amazing. Um, fuck, Mel Muertes is, I mean, I, I knew he was built. Um, I'm a longtime fan of uh, El Macias. Those uh, L.A. Park matches are incredible. Um, he's had good stuff in Puerto Rico. And then the I've seen, I don't know, the first 20 episodes of Lucha Underground from the first season. Uh, but very good on there. Um, this was, yeah, these two guys are a sight to behold. And they beat the shit out of each other. Very perplexed why Mill came to the show, why he was booked. Um, besides the fact that he is an incredible professional wrestler, um, first of all, not, was not aware he could use that gimmick anywhere he pleased. Who's going to tell him otherwise, I guess. Um, Mm, I hadn't thought about that. Two, this is a, this is a one-off. He never, he never comes back. Um, and he doesn't really have any other matches to my knowledge in the States. Yeah, I don't know where he's even worked in 2017. I I mean, Lucha Underground didn't tape any shows. Is he doing the crash? Is he? I mean, I have not followed Lucha this year, unfortunately. He has 20 matches in AAA. Okay, yeah. Um, in the Mil Muertes gimmick? No, no, sorry. He did, well, his last, very confusing. Something happened here. <laughs> Is he, he might be dead. He might be dead. Mm. Uh, I mean, that's the gimmick, right? I, Live the gimmick? October 29th is his last match, according to Cage Match. He seems like a guy who would tear his rotator cuff on the same date every year. <laughs> he's that guy. He's that guy. What I'm saying is he's probably hitting the juice pretty hard. Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, if that wasn't clear. No. Yeah. It, yeah. You look <laughs> at him and you see it. Oddly enough, he ended his uh, his 2017 in October doing a triple shot uh, in the U.S. of A., Texas, Kansas, Oklahoma. Um, ah, the Golden Triangle. <laughs> uh, yeah, which is a very interesting thing. Um, there, Apparently he also did that AAW show as a, a double shot. Um, wait, never yeah, mind. I gotta, never... I gotta look at this cage match profile. Hold on. This is all very confusing. I'm trying to make everything work, and it's just not making sense. Oh yeah, wow. Yeah, that's a. I mean, that's a hell of a. That's that's some uh, some like mid south loop bullshit. Well, I was gonna say he did a double shot on the AAW weekend, but he doesn't. Um, I'm assuming. I assume since he worked another show in Illinois, uh, it was a double shot. Nope. Totally separate weekend in August. Yeah, he just came up for AEW. That I'm assuming that that's money. That's cash money. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, so I, 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 yeah. You'd have to imagine uh, him as well as Daga are just you know Ray Phoenix hooked them up. Um, I don't know what his fee is. I can't imagine it's. You know, I can't imagine it's like JT Dunn numbers, you know. Um, I would hope that he maybe brought in a few more people than, for instance, JT Dunn might. Um, maybe he's just a big um, Hollywood Bob Holly fan. Um, it's a dream match when you really think about it, when you get down to brass yeah. tacks. Yeah. Um, 
I could see it. Now, let me just say about Valhalla, I have never really been a fan. I know that might sound like some sort of blasphemy. I I have him in my head as this, like, just mean old man who has been a mean old man since he was, like, in his early 20s. Um, obviously, his, I guess, appearances on Tough Enough have kind of... And Tough Enough is a, a shoot, right? Yeah, I've, I've seen the repercussions. It's, someone got yeah. cancer from the show. Yeah, Tough Enough is a shoot. This is Phil Brooks talking to Paul Levesque here. That's like a certified shoot. You don't get you don't get more stiff than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess uh, you know I put him in the in that camp. I guess I like the some of his late '90s hardcore title matches. Maybe I need to revisit Bob Holly because holy cow, um, the chops and the just the like downward clubbing forearms that he does. Like you know, day one wrestling school shit that he just makes look incredible and the sounds um you watch that match and you listen to me and those two two guys from iowa losing our minds um it is it is really something uh i i was very impressed i love bob holly i'm now a bob holly fan i've convinced myself bob holly is very good um i like what are your top five top five bob holly matches uh no more tests um, okay. Keith Lee. Okay. Um, I've got nothing else. I'm, the one where he breaks his arm. It's probably a good one. That's probably a good yeah. one. Uh, the, the, the tough enough episode where he stomps a mud hole in the guy's ass. Yeah, that's um, good. That's, that's a good, good one. That's a good one. And then the uh, the Al Snow match, presumably where they what they like fought on the moon or something. I probably should go watch a whole bunch of Al Snow matches. Yeah. The Lesnar match. The Lesnar match. Sure, sure. Um, I don't remember it, but it sounds good. I, I think he breaks his neck. Um, oh, sure. All right, so we got the two AEW matches, the match where he fights El Snow and the Moon, and then the two matches where he uh, breaks an appendage. Good. That's Bob Holly's yeah. career. Yeah, excellent. Um, but yeah, this feels like a match. That match, Bob Holly and Mil Mortez, feels like a match between two mastodons just beating the tar out of each other, which I'm yeah. 100% for. Yeah, it was beautiful. Um, there are some miscommunications, little things, little blown, uh, like minor nothings, but it didn't matter. I, I adored this match. Um, I do want to shout out Daga versus Michael Elgin. I know, um, look, Elgin was terrible before any of this happened. Um I, I enjoy his promotion. I enjoy Glory Pro. I think Elgin has the capability of having good matches if someone can rein him in. Um, people really like Elgin versus Naito from February. I didn't love that match. Daga versus Michael Elgin felt like a good, shorter version of that match. I thought it was very good. I'm never going to see that match. No, don't. Never watch a Michael Logan match. I have, yeah. I, no, my rule of thumb was always to never watch a Michael Logan match. When I yeah. can avoid it. I'll I tell you what. I watched almost every match in the G1. I after two of his, I just started skipping his. Good, smart call. Because he is fucking garbage. All the um, way around. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the main event. I just want to say the main event. The uh, Dave and Jake Christ, OI4K against Air Fox and Ray Phoenix for the tag titles, 
it's a 30 minute draw that is a total mess complete fucking czw 2004 main event without the glass and hepatitis but it totally sucked me in i had no idea how long they had been going when the bell rang for the 30 minute draw i was completely shocked and uh I really enjoy flipping off Dave Crest, and I think he enjoys it as well. Therapeutic? Good good experience? Um, yeah. I, I, stress I think, reliever? It's like a stress ball flipping off Dave Crest? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he needs all the heat he can get because Lord knows he can't get it naturally. Um, no, I'm sorry. That's uh, Dave Crest is a totally fine, uh, totally fine wrestler. Perfectly acceptable wrestling. Perfect. That's a Scott Keith quote for you. Um, all right. We're moving on to the next show, which is all the way down the line in August, August 5th, Jawbreaker. So can I just say, no LaSalle shows for almost four months. During that time, I saw Glory Pro in July uh, featuring Marifuji versus Dijak. Very good match. Um, and... That show has the Jollyville Fuckets. Now, Sam, have you seen the Jollyville Fuckets? Um, I have, but not in a while. All right. The Jollyville Fuckets are very good. Um, I used to watch, uh, na- uh, what's his name, Nasty Russ Meyer. I used to watch him when he was a backyarder um, back in my backyard days uh, when he wrestled under the name Devil Man, And he is very good. I'm a big fan of Nasty Russ. His partner, T-Money, hits the sickest pounce I've ever seen on, I'm not sure if it was Davey Vega or Matt Fitchett. One of those two guys died, though. Um, Pounced him well out of the ring, between the top and middle ropes. Didn't even touch the ropes. Flew straight to the floor. Fantastic. Um, I also saw the Evolve show in May, which is a fine show. Uh, The Evolve show in Summit, Illinois. Met Papa Hales, which was nice, and I saw Matt Riddle uh, vaping weed about uh, 10 to 12 feet away from me. So, yeah, good experiences, but August, August LaSalle. I didn't know you could vape weed till very recently. Oh, man, they got all kinds of stuff now. I'm, I have not uh, part, partaken, partook um, in the... Uh, the miracle super drug known as marijuana for about two years. I'm, the devil's lettuce. Yes. Um, I've heard that. That's very, I like that a lot. Um, but they are doing some weird stuff with weed these days. Let me tell you, man, uh, got all kinds of stuff, wax and little, little balls that you, I don't know. It's, it's, it's out there. Weed is whack. Weedy, weedy, whack. That's true. That's a direct quote from Willie Nelson, the inventor of weed. <laughs> Uh, Jawbreaker. Um, Jawbreaker. The return of Bob Holly is what it should be called. Right. Making his glorious return after missing zero shows. Um, Zero LaSalle shows. Right, right. There are AEW shows that happen between April and August. I hear. They might as well not exist. I think think David Starr made Eddie Kingston tap out. Can't confirm. Saw it on a t-shirt. Um... Uh, to clarify, the reason why we're doing this show is because the LaSalle shows are the best AEW shows. See, 
I think there's a big thing. I, I like obviously we've talked about like the local flavor, less serious. I think a big difference is those Chicago crowds. Um, they're they're Final. a little more like yeah, they're a little more rowdy. They feel like a like a like almost like a late '90s ECW crowd. It's like um, 300 Green Lantern fans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and <laughs> Chicago is, I don't know, Chicago's a fine city. Um, wrestling fans. The Windy City. Yes, of course, the Windy City, uh, known for uh, being the place where the first Wendy's was opened. Um, I think Chicago is great. But let's be honest, and this is a hot take. It's going to be a crazy hot take. This might be controversial. Okay? Do you got your helmet on? I'm, I'm here for it. You strapped in? buckled up wrestling fans are bad okay hold your horses yeah Uh, they are wow they are so sorry to drop that bombshell i wasn't ready for it i didn't see it coming yeah 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 it's it's true it's true it's damn true that's a bob holly quote (laughs) fuck um yeah wrestling fans are indeed bad i would agree with that um i don't know where we're going here that's all right. That's all right. We're okay. going to August. We're going to August. We're it's it's Bob Holly return time. Um, this is also the there's also first round matches in this AAW women's title tournament. Right, the women's title tournament. Um, let me pull up the card here. I don't remember. Man, I I hate to marginalize the women. They're doing good stuff. I think it's the promotion's fault. They don't give them enough time. Maybe they book the wrong people against each other. I don't know that I, my hot take on the title tournament is that it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really watch any of it. Yeah. Um, you sh- you shouldn't. Unless it's got Jordan Grace in it. I'm probably just going to bow out. Um, so Jordan Grace, I'm a big fan. Team Pog. Very beautiful ladies. Wrestler. Fantastic ass based offense. Big fan of that. Big Shiro Kushnaka fan. Big Goldust fan. Big Jordan Grace fan. Uh, they're like, you know, that's the, the holy trinity right there. Shiro Koshinaka, Gold Dust, Jordan Grace. Everybody knows that. Um, Derek St. Holmes, one of the uh, commentators and semi-retired wrestler for AAW, revealed to me while we were smoking outside. Um, Not the marijuana, as we've clarified. No, no, no. No, I was smoking a Natural American Spirit and Menthol Light. He was smoking a very large, very, very smelly cigar. Um, he revealed to me that Jordan Grace has heat with the AAW locker room and will not be returning. And I said, well, she's very good. And he said, well, she's a little immature. And I said, have you seen Team Pog versus the Doom Patrol? And he said, I don't know what that is. Well, maybe he should brush up on his professional wrestling Yeah. Um, before yeah. he delivers these hot takes. Yeah. Um, nice guy. Doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, I, it, I just, I've never gotten nearly into women's wrestling a whole bunch. Um, yeah. but I, I'd like that to change. Um, but it's going to take some effort on my part. Um, you know what? I've, I've seen Jessica Havoc enough to know, you know what? Probably not going to be her. Probably not. She's not going to be the one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's. She seems very nice. Um, that's all I got. That's what, yeah. Deliver that. That's a hot take. Out the kitchen. Yeah. 
All right, moving moving on to some things that are important. Um, yeah. Bucky Collins versus Mike Hartenbauer. How was your what's your opinion on Hartenbauer? Mike Hartenbauer. Um, well, so <laughs> it feels like you're just like you have a, a feelings you want to unpack right now. Look, Mike Hartenbauer seems like a very nice guy. <laughs> oh, this is going to be the biggest dig. Anytime you call someone a nice guy, probably suck. Because you know what? All, any wrestler that's worth their salt, probably trash. Trash human. <laughs> so my, uh, my, my, my dear friend that I met at these shows, um, MikeStocks19 on Twitter, uh, who rode to me, or who rode with me to the, uh, the November show, um, in awful foggy weather. Um, he told me that um, Hartenbauer name searches on Twitter um, and seemed to get very upset with him when he called him Mike Hartenblower. So there's shot. that. Yeah, there's Stay that. Uh, Mike Hartenbauer has gotten into shape. His match with Buck Nasty, Bucky Collins, went seven minutes and three seconds has multiple unprotected chair shots to the head and is very fun. Anytime a brother takes the unprotected hair chair shot to the noggin. Yeah. That's an automatic star, one star up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a free yeah, let, we, we can, we can talk about how good that Penta versus Phoenix match is when we get to it. It's going to be a doozy. I'm, I'm with you. Um, yeah. Keith Lee versus Bob Holly. What the fuck? How, I mean, look, I, I mean, Mil Muertis, incredible. Keith Lee is um, a guy that has totally burst on the scene in the last, I guess, 18 months or so. Um, he is, you've seen him live, right? Yes, yes. Okay. He's very big. He's got a very natural charisma to him. He's got a presence and an aura that is very unique in that he feels like Vince McMahon would love him as a dancing black man baby face while also pushing him as like a fucking Braun Strowman type. Like Keith Lee ticks all the boxes of what I see as like a guy who would have a great three WWE network special run against Roman Reigns one day. Um, I am very impressed with Keith Lee. Keith Lee, very good professional wrestler. Um, I think he can kind of lean into certain aspects of the traditional indie style that I prefer he didn't. Um, but you're not going to get that versus Bob Holly because Bob Holly don't know what independent wrestling is. All he knows <laughs> is that someone's paying him, so he's going to go in there. He's going to throw a bunch of chops, going to throw a drop kick, going to throw some stomps gonna kick in the gut um if you can hang with that you can hang anywhere um yeah there is a lot of sweat flying off of uh off of sternums in this match it is fucking great it is my lasalle match of the year i have watched this match three times and i i absolutely adored it i think i preferred the Neil mortez match so sure. As I thought, this one was a little bit more flawed and definitely felt a little bit more clunky at points. 
Uh, it's got the Sammy Callahan run in, which was setting yeah. up an angle. It was like an angle to set up a match that has still not happened. But yeah, I think the work in this, and I think maybe I was, and I should say $2 PBR, 16 ounce cans at the Knights of Columbus Hall in LaSalle. I think I was probably like three or four deep on this one, whereas Mel Muertes versus Bob Holly probably had two. Um, my memories of this match are that I was just losing my mind. Well, there you go. You can't, you can't resist a deal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, you, you, you buy two at a time and the guy says, who are they for? And you're like, I mean, I'm just going to smash them together and pour them on my face, dude. Um, Bob Holly, this is the last match before intermission. Um, I went out and smoked, uh, me and my dear friend, Mike, we went out and, well, he doesn't smoke. He just comes out to hang out. But, um, we were out there during intermission and about 20 minutes after this match ended, Bob Holly comes out the door with his bags. Um, we tell him that it was a great match. We shake his hand. He gets into his car, which is parked in the handicapped spot directly in front of the building. And I assume drives back to Davenport, Iowa or wherever the hell he lives. And, uh, I think that's worth noting that Bob Holly parked in the handicapped spot, uh, for his match with Keith fucking Lee. Bruce got a, got a broken neck. Come on. Come on some crack. Come some <laughs> slack. Um, <laughs> This this uh, card also has a very very fun uh, Xavier Wentz versus uh, Stephen Wolf and Trey McGall match. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do want to. I guess this is probably where I should just go ahead and talk about the local talent. Uh, Wentz and Xavier obviously aren't local. They're Ohio guys. They're working CZW. They've just done. Uh, they just did fucking Janella's Virgil show. <laughs> which I think finally made it onto Powerbomb after they probably had to like re-record the audio and post or some, it was some nightmare thing. Um, well-established team. Yep. Steven Wolf is a guy who I believe went to college here in my town. Um, he's just a central Illinois guy. He's not really getting out there. Trey Miguel, obviously working CCW now. Um, Steven Wolf is, a lot of fun. They have a very good rapport with each other. Um, I think Steven Wolf is a guy that they should focus on more. I think the tag team works for him. I think they need the belts. Um, I don't know when or if that's going to happen, but I really dig Steven Wolf and Trey Miguel. Uh, yeah. Steven Wolf is one of the success stories of the sale. AAW journey we got going on here um, yeah very Ooh, hey while we're at it paco paco everybody, everybody shouts out paco as the unheralded baby face of the year in aw and he fucking is paco is amazing paco has a feud with danny adams who i guess is an elgin boy uh they haven't had any matches in aw but they have had matches in proving ground pro uh, and i quit match there from november that's very good uh, they had a singles match at the Glory Pro Show in July that's very good, and a dog collar match at the uh, August Glory Pro Show that is awesome. Paco is the shit. 
Paco uh, is fucking incredible. So with that, I think Paco was, I think, was always going to eventually break out to an extent, um, with or without AEW. Uh, granted, that is where he kind of got his start uh, in AEW. But uh, Steam Wolf, I don't think, would be anybody without this promotion. Um, Paco's got the Elgin pedigree, um, which meant something. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe it means something. I don't know. <laughs> Faster presence, that's up to you. Uh, but I think he's done enough at this point where he kind of can stand on his own two feet and uh, represent himself. Uh, Just teamed with X-Pac. Like four days ago. Yeah. X-Paco. I got to see that match. I, I, I'm sure it's not good, but I got I to gotta see Paco doing crotch chops. That's a fucking dream for me. Man. I gotta see Jake something toss uh, <laughs> Waltman. Yeah, that would Jake be great. something. Uh, I've got a friend who lives in uh, in Saginaw, Michigan, and uh, he's he's been seeing Jake something. Um, shout out to my my buddy Tyler. Uh, he's a listener of your show. Um, he's been watching Jake something live for probably four or five years. Uh, same with uh, Hakeem Zane, who is a guy who appears on some of these shows, um, and he's been he's told me about Jake Something for a few years now. Jake Something is incredible live. He is fucking big. That guy is very large, and has uh, has definitely an aura about him. Jake Something is a very good, uh, yeah. especially for how young he is in his career, and he's just going to continue to get better. It's- as things progress, uh, AEW yeah. and Glory Pro are his big homes. Uh, but I think it's sooner or later he's going to break out to other bigger promotions. Uh, you know, really, he should start working on IW Mid South, even though that's not a bigger promotion at this point. Um, just because I would get a kick out of that. Yeah. Personally. I IW Mid South, the only place that still books Michael Elgin. And Devin Moore, apparently. Fucking Jesus Christ. Ian's son, Devin Moore. Yeah. Um, Wow, uh, TPI. Ah, that was experience. Uh, you think he's... He, wow. Wait, what um, happened to TPI? They, they, I believe they brought the ba- him back at TPI. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Which is... That's right. I knew that. Okay. Very shortly after he's, Devin Moore said he was stepping away from professional wrestling for a while. Oh, is he done? Is he, is he done for... No, no, for no. Now? That's when... He, he said he was going to step away. Then... <laughs> Like a month or two later, um, Ian brings his son back into the fold. Can't get out of professional wrestling, brother. Um, Hmm. And he's working T-Pay. Yeah, um, that doesn't surprise me. I'm sure he had a major redemption run. Uh, Probably beat every. Probably beat Davy Richards in the first round. I (laughs) I feel like it was because Davy no showed. Oh yeah, there you go. Well, look, he. He is the David Richards of death matches. That doesn't that, that doesn't track. I don't know what that even no, means. But it's funny to hear. I think yeah. it, it works yeah. on a the off the ear test. Devin Moore implicit in the uh, what was that guy's name? Mike Levy fiasco. Yeah. Um, yeah. Devin Moore also just not a good wrestler. Well, there you uh, go. Her here first. Him and Elgin should be a tag team. Thoughts. I would not watch it. Um, no one, no one should pay those individuals to professional wrestle. Um, that's all I can tell you. 
Next. He wrestled Jonathan Gresham at yep. the TPI day two. I would watch that match. There you go. Fuck. Nah, I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would. Oh, Gresh, man. Um, okay. Gresham is a very good pressure wrestler. Yeah. But he, he doesn't can't work... get booked in AAW. He doesn't work in AAW. He doesn't work in yeah, AAW. His, lady, his lady's got heat, so. Uh, can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, but we're right. gonna... uh, Next up. Uh, one more thing. Whoa. Main event of this Whoa. show. Crazy Brawl. Excellent. Check it out. Juventud Guerrero. First time I've seen him live in 19 years. The juice. Excellent stuff. Ada, next up. Ada, sees the day. October 7th. Um, what do you got? What do you got? Baby, Eddie Kingston versus Mike Hartenbauer. There is uh there are a few matches that I've seen live that I enjoyed more than this one. I, I don't know. I, I think it's just seeing Hartenbauer's journey from a guy who wrestled with his shirt on and clearly got gassed after two minutes in March to fast forward seven months later, he's wrestling Eddie Kingston looking fucking yoked uh, shirt off and just taking fucking back fist to the ear. Mike Hartenbauer gained my respect. He still sucks, but he's, he's out there working. So I, I respect him. Hartenbauer reacted to Moves, strikes that, in a way I never had seen before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's still figuring it out. <laughs> I enjoyed it, but it just the way he reacted to chops, as you knew, Kingston was winding up for a Kobashi, and Arimbauer just sits down after one. And I'm just <laughs> like, brother, he he said it. He said the word Kobashi. You got to hang in there for it. Um, Certified shoot. This is Phil Brooks talking to Paul Levesque. But my favorite part is it was sandbagging him. You don't sandbag yeah. Kingston. That's rude. Yeah. That's rude. But I still I prefer, I enjoyed it. Not ironically, but also sort of ironically. Good match. Uh, um, AR Fox versus Sammy Callahan. Um, you've seen this, right? Yes. What did you think of this? Not a huge fan. Not a huge okay. fan, despite really liking both guys. Okay, I could see that. I think if I watched this on tape, I wouldn't enjoy it very much. I recommend live, not doing that. Yeah, live it was very good as, a, again, a 2004 CZW match. Um, really just wacky stuff. They played like a little vignette where, um, I don't I think it was, I guess it was AR Fox. Maybe it was Sammy. Yeah, I think it was Sammy. Cause Sammy's actually trying to turn face at this point after losing the belt to Phoenix, which I think is not earned. Uh, I still am booing him at every show. Um, he fucking did a like self-indulgent promo about how him and AR Fox are going to go out there and steal the show. And I was like, Oh brother. And, um, uh, I, I don't know. I really like their match. Um, but yeah, probably not great on tape. Uh, I did. This is the last the 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 main event of the first half of the match or first half of the show, uh, last match before intermission, which has become one of those things. Uh, recently, I went out to smoke, and Ar Fox was out there smoking a black and mild. Um, I asked him if he was okay. He said, "Yeah." I said, "How?" And he said. I just stretch a lot before my matches. Yo, that's for real. <laughs> Still a one, two, one, two. Tap those yeah. toes. I'm good to go. 
gets you ready to bump onto fucking guardrails, I guess. Do a I don't couple, know. A uh, couple of neck rolls like I did back <laughs> in the day and uh, ready to drop myself on it. That's, that's, that's oh, funny. man. What a legend. The absolute madman. Um, uh. So before we get to the actual main event, because I feel like that's going to – we're going to need to get to that. Um, but I really, really enjoyed Brew Baker and Jake something versus Zero Gravity. Um, yes. I think Zero Gravity, perfect LaSalle team because um, they bring yeah. a totally different energy. Um, they're so tiny. All they can do really is flip and do things that <laughs> are very floaty and at some points don't look like they have a lot of impact, but they're so high off the ground because they have to be to get up to sure. their opponents. That They've got looks, very short legs. It looks sick as all hell. Yeah. Um, um, either I, – I don't know Brett from CJ. I don't know what they have their names on their pants, which is helpful, but I don't know which one is which. Um, not until the my, announcers say a damn thing. I got no choice, no chance. Yeah, uh, I watch their shows on mute. I can't. Shout out to Derek St. Holmes, um, Brett or CJ. One of them, um, I saw walking in about five minutes before the show already wearing his uh his bad pleather loose pants his like iwa mid-south 2002 gear already wearing it fucking put it on at home rode there in his pants and he had a um you know one of those styrofoam containers with his dinner in it um so uh yeah those are those are good boys um brewbaker nick brewbaker um what's that legend yeah um big uh from what i hear he's he's got a very uh public tinder profile um a lot of swipes i'm not sure how the how the app works but i know it's about meeting nice people right um brubaker and jake something and kurt fucking stallion uh uh sci finalist kurt stallion German suplex no seller, Kurt Stallion. Don't, I know you're a big fan of that, don't, right? Don't put this guy over. Don't do it. Don't do it. He doesn't need the yeah. doesn't need the rub. He's very good. Um, they are doing a, uh, a trio stable. It's a weird looking group of dudes. It's a very good looking group of dudes. <laughs> it starts on this show, uh, right? Right? I think so. I believe so. I believe so. Um, the, yeah. the seeds are planted here, and it's tremendous. Um, Kurt, real scrawny, but he wrestles like a big guy. Yeah. Um, all chops. Brubaker, juice to the gills. Good God. Not as big, though, as Jake something, he... who is this the size of, like, four normal people, uh, width-wise. <laughs> Uh, if you if you don't know Brubaker and you're listening to this, look up Brubaker. Um, he's he's about five foot two. He he's like yeah he's yoked like um, like have you ever seen uh, the CMLL mini? I believe his name is Astral. Yes. yes. Yeah, he looks like that guy. He's got almost as much back knee too. Um, but he's got a. a that classic sides of the head shaved, um, green hair on top, and tattoos around the uh, 
I'd say 270 degree circumference of his scalp. Uh, classic look, of course. Uh, Brubaker is something. And this is a tremendous, big brooding heel team versus flying underdog uh, babyface team. And yeah. because Zero Gravity being so tiny and Brubaker and something being so big, they'll land with a thud. Uh, it's just so great. Uh, definitely one I say, gotta go out and watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do also want to shout out, I never shouted out Buck Nasty, really, in the previous month. Um, but Buck Nasty, Bucky Collins, is a great local guy. Um, him and Stephen Wolf have had a great uh, great feud in Proving Ground Pro. All those shows are, most of those shows are on YouTube. If not, there are places you can get them um, out here on the internet. Um, Buck Nasty is awesome. Cody Rice, he's in this uh, triple threat tag match, tag ladder match. Takes a sunset flip bomb onto a ladder that's propped up. Um, Cody Rice is like 300 pounds. He's known as the Husky Heartthrob. He wears suspenders that attach to his very small trunks, and he has his chest hair shaved into the shape of a heart. Uh, you've, you're a game changer, man, right? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Have you seen the Wisconsin show? I have not. I have okay. not. Um, I believe – I have to look this up. It's Cody Rice wrestles a death match, I think, against Reed Bentley. Um, yeah, fan brings weapons match against Reed. Yeah, that is a very cool match. They fuck some stuff up as you do in a death match. Um, it's not a real death match if you're not flubbing stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, if you want to see uh, the purest form of Reed Bentley and Cody Rice, I feel like that's it. Um Excellent guys, Connor Braxton. I I don't know. Connor Braxton's fine. His feud with Baco was good. Check it out. Check out their fans bring the weapons match. It's like the PG version of a fans bring the weapons match. It's very good. Connor Braxton had a very good match against DJZ, which I mean, it's not saying a lot for Connor Braxton since DJZ mm. can have a really good match against pretty much anyone except um, Ethan Page. Well, again, pretty much everyone. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's Connor not... Braxton better than Ethan Page. There That's you go. Fun fact. Definitely. I would agree with that all day, every day. Um, I got some perverse enjoyment out of this ladder match, uh, the triple threat ladder match. Um, yeah. They did a lot of really stupid stuff that didn't make any sense whatsoever. Um, but this, yeah, it's a cool match. They also have a ladder that does not fit under the ceiling. <laughs> so, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, <laughs> they put up, uh, they put up the ladder. It, uh, it goes through the drop ceiling. Um, I I can't believe I forgot about that. That is one of my favorite moments I've ever seen in a live wrestling show. It's so and good. Uh, yeah, and just like Cody Rice's face, uh, incredible stuff. Paco and Ace Perry very good in this. Wolf and Miguel very good. This is a fun match. Also, I want to point out because I think Wentz and uh, Xavier are an awesome team. Indeed great work on the cell shows because they're too young to realize they don't need to try on this, this, this loop. Sure. Um, and they work the hooligans who, I don't know. Do they, I, they've worked a dream wave, I believe before. Um, they occasionally work AAW, uh, the, the Chicago land shows. Um, 
But this is a really fun match. I, I had a blast watching it. Um, I think Wentz pairs well with guys like the Cutters. Um, better than Xavier, uh, which... So it's real fun. Real interesting dynamic to see them against nine other... Not other high flyers. Oh, the hooligans are high flyers. Well, hey, they're not... <laughs> They're not dudes that are going to be doing the, the entire structure of the minute match. It's not based around uh, high-flying sequences, uh, trapeze shows. Can I just say, Sam, you completely missed that I was talking about weed, man. Oh, the weed. Yeah, they are lit the, in, everywhere they go. <laughs> um. uh, fun fact about the hooligans uh, for, the, for the December show. They, or maybe it was November, they came in, um, I was outside smoking, you gotta go out and smoke, I know you're not a smoker, right? I'm not. Alright, if you're gonna go to these shows, you just gotta pick up smoke and go out there and smoke, get to see a lot of fun stuff out in front of the building. I saw the hooligans show up, already in their overalls, seems to be a theme, um, along with another guy who I guess was their dad, oh, maybe yep. their uncle, Yep. and he looked just like a 25-year-old version of them, a 25-year-older version of them. <laughs> there we go. That makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff doesn't make sense in downtown LaSalle. Uh, very nice place, though. Uh, yeah, I missed part of this match because I was taking a very long pee, as you do after drinking four PBRs in a 90-minute span. Well, there you go. Um, main event time. Let's get to it. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. Ray Phoenix I, versus Penta. I like this match. I don't know. I, I, I have not rewatched it. I I saw uh, interaction with you and a gentleman whose at name escapes me, where he likened it to, I guess, like a Triple H versus Undertaker WrestleMania 28 match, but for the indie wrestling crowd, I get it. People who were at WrestleMania 28 really like that match. I I really enjoyed this match. I don't know. Uh, incredibly self-indulgent uh, by both men. Um, the, it was excess upon excess. Everything they did seemed to be overdone to such a high degree. Um, a lot of stuff just did not connect. Uh, didn't work. And... <laughs> Fucking Phoenix comes out dressed all white. Penta comes out dressed all black. Like, I've seen more subtle, symbolic references in, like, the final season of Lost, you know? Yep. Yeah. Uh, they really went, leaned into every idea they had, uh, including the chair shot sequence, which is the most notable aspect of this match, um, as they brain each other. Like, Very good. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, Very good. You know what? That, and that's like six stars. You got to add, add those bad boys up. Um, everything else, garbage. Zero stars. Dud. But you know when you hit each other in the head six times, that's six stars. It's just math. Very good. See, this is my homage to Abby Russell. I thought it was a very good chair shot. I thought the next shot, chair shot was also very good. I just thought it was a very good, fun match. Um, yeah. The, there was a secret a move that Ray Phoenix did that I don't even, I can't describe, I can't even give you a breakdown of what he did that popped me. Um, but all I know is there was a moment in this match where I went, Oh my goodness. Um, and that's all I got for you. Um, I, it could have been any number of things, 
Ray Phoenix does many things very well. He does an equal amount of things very poorly. He's always on, and somehow he's also always off. I I really like Ray Phoenix. Unpredictable. The unpredictable Ray Phoenix. That's what they call him, right? That's that's his nickname. Yep. Ray well, unpredictable well Phoenix. <laughs> All right. So for my money, this is the best AAW card I saw up from LaSalle this year. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I have it at number two. Next up, show the next two shows have not seen. They're not on High Spots Wrestling Network, but I kind of wanted to get thoughts on them. And I wanted to get this show. Uh, I wanted to do this show because I really like the LaSalle shows that AEW has produced. Um, just because it's an entirely different vibe they are giving off uh, in a super indie landscape e- within yeah. their own super indie ecosystem. Um, so next up, November 4th, Rise of the Dragon. Um, yeah, so this, um, uh, the guy that I met at these shows, uh, Mike, he asked me to pick him up in Bloomington, which is about 45 minutes out of my way. Um, I grabbed him before the show. We had a very nice ride over. Um, we barely knew each other before then. I think we're potentially IRL friends now. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Him and the Iowa boys, I'm very happy to have made some friends at these shows that I only see at these shows because Lord knows I don't have people over. Um, the, um, oh, and he wanted me to say that AAW still trumps Dreamwave in every department except for drug dealing. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. That's good. Uh, this show, uh, obviously notable for Ultimo Dragon, um, Ultimo Dragon and Sammy Callahan versus Michael Elgin and Ray Phoenix. I guess they just took like the guys they had to pay the most and put them all in one match. I get it. Um, Ultima Dragon doesn't look great in this match, but the crowd is very into him. Um, he doesn't look great in most matches. Yeah, I haven't seen an Ultima match in a long time. I need to. I I, I hear that I should watch his match with Tajiri from uh, I guess July or August in All Japan. Um, I've seen. One All Japan show from this year, and it's the first day of the Champions Carnival. So that's something I'm going to try to catch up on. Um, but yeah, Ultimo is very old. Um, but like, look, man, Ultimo Dragon is like mega influential in so many ways. He trained like an entire generation of like major stars in Japan. I mean, I mean, depending on your your viewpoint of Dragon Gate or Toriyaman, T2P, whatever. Um, you can't deny that Sima and, uh, you know, I, the names escape me. Masato Yoshino, Milano Collection AT. Like, these guys have drawn. Dragon Gate still does very well. And Dragon Gate could not exist without Ultima Dragon. Um, he's not great in this match. And I assume, like you said, not great in most matches. The crowd, very nice, very respectful, um, and just ate up everything. Uh, This is actually the show where they had to put extra chairs down because they had sold so many. Um, Man, it's pretty sick that Ultimate Dragon drew in LaSalle. Exactly, exactly. Um, The line for his... uh, his gimmick table, which was set up in the middle of the ring before the show, um, was 
very long, and they had to actually uh, tell people, we, we need to start the show now. We'll have them come out for an extended intermission um, so everybody could get their, you know, their WCW nineteen ninety eight action figures signed or whatever. Um, this is a very fun show. I know you haven't seen it. Um, there's there's some good stuff here. I, I think probably the match of the night for me, uh, Eddie Kingston versus the debuting Kevin Lee Davidson. Kevin Lee Davidson KLD is a uh, Michael Elgin guy. Unfortunately, he's a big fat. He's, he's thick. He's, he's one of the thick boys. Um, the year of the thick boy. Um, big boy season. You've seen the memes. Um, I'm not a meme. Know. I'm not a meme guy. Memes are, oh, sure you are. Memes oh, are dead to me. Hmm. Hmm. Sorry. Sorry, meme lord. All right. All right. Well, we'll talk after the show. We can, I can... Have you, have, you seen, have you seen the guess who? <laughs> <laughs> who? Guess, guess I'll send you. I'll just... Uh, you'll send me the memes. Send I'll, me the memes. I'll send you, I'll send you the memes. Uh, DM me the uh, memes. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Lee Davidson versus Eddie Kingston is very fun. It is... Uh, it is Hartenbauer versus Eddie Kingston, except Hartenbauer is twice as big and twice as fat. Um, and does not sandbag him. Um, which means it's not at all what that match was. Um, but Eddie Kingston working like a sort of local guy is a really cool thing, like a, a theme that's emerged here. And KLD is awesome. This that comes to no surprise. Yeah, um, this show also has uh, the extension of the previous LaSalle shows, uh, Brew Baker, Kurt Stallion, and Jake Something trio as they take on Chuck Taylor and Zero G. This is a really fun six man. Uh, it, it could have been a throwaway. I think they got about ten minutes and they packed it. It's really cool. Uh, that is a fun, weird trio. I know we've discussed them. Have you ever seen the film Point Break? No. I've heard okay. things, but never okay, seen so it. Do you, are you familiar with the band called the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yes. Yes. Okay. They're old Danny, now. Danny California, one of the one of the finest of all songs. <laughs> um, <laughs> I apologize. Um, they are in the film Point Break. And they are like, um, you know, pure 1991 grunge-y. I mean, obviously, Red Hot Chili Peppers aren't grunge, but they have the grunge aesthetic. They play a group of, like, surf Nazis um, who rough up Keanu Reeves, and then half of them get shot in a shootout. Anyways, (laughs) they are a strange-looking bunch in that film, and I think Brubaker, Kurt Stallion, and Jake Something look like them. So check that out. Let me know. I'm um, glad that's going to be a good... I hope that someone gets that reference. Because I feel I like guess. if you went through all that work, I didn't get it, no one else did, then we got some problems. Look, I just watched that movie like two and a half days ago. It was the last movie of 2017 that I watched. It was very um, fresh. Yeah, yeah. It's it's there. It's right in the, the old brain. Um, let's see. Myron Reed versus Zima Ion. I think you'll like this. Um... I have not seen a lot of, uh, of DJ Z. Um, I know that he's, I mean, he's been an impact for a long time. I haven't watched a lot of impact. I haven't watched a lot of his work in what was the Pittsburgh, uh, the Pittsburgh promotion that he was IWC? in for international wrestling cartel. 
super hentai. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Um, I was just about to say it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't ever seen one of their shows. Um, I've seen very little AIW, very little impact. Zima Ion seems like a fucking world-class dude. He seems really good. Um, I want to see more Zima Ion, which <laughs> sounds ridiculous in 2018. This Zima Ion, have you seen him? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this, Jay Leno? It's like a weird thing to say at this point, but I am looking forward to checking out some of this hot upstart Zima Ion. To be fair, uh, he's had a weird career. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's never truly broken out in a in a big way despite having being part of the one of the first uh those what's the X Division show uh, for Impact? I Evolution X. Sure. Uh, working for the Evolution <laughs> X brand of uh, Total Nonstop Action, NWA's Total Nonstop Action, um, where it had low-key, had, low had Austin Aries, um, kind of that first big oh, push sure. for the X Division at that time. Sure. Um, he got signed then, and then that's that, That's his career. What I, he always seems like a guy that's <laughs> Five years into a career, constantly about to break out. Yeah. Excellent ring jacket. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Yes, I've seen it. I've seen My it. God. I, nothing could have prepared me for that. I was blown away. Immediately became a big fan. Um, let's see. What, what else is on this DJ show? DJ Z, been wrestling since 2004. My goodness. Good God. He looks about 12. <laughs> um. He has a match against Crossbones from 2005. I want to watch it in Jakarta. Crossbones. Yeah, sure. This Was is... Crossbones in uh, the BDK? No. No. Should have been. Before his, uh, after his time. After his time. Okay. Okay. Crossbones, Crossbones. wasn't around. Crossbones okay. was dead. Honestly, oh, yeah. All characters in Jakarta, when they're not around, are dead. See, that's the thing. They've actually killed off characters. I think more wrestling promotions should do that. Kill them dead. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of literally, you know, driving these people to have very early deaths, just send them off to an island, write them out of the show. Just real Everything nice. Everything's hunky-dory. Yeah, yeah. Um, Delilah Doom versus Ivelisse is probably my favorite match of the women's tournament. Uh, Delilah Doom is fucking awesome. I, I have never seen any of her other matches except for this one. But she seems like a very cool person. She's got a very nice uh, uh, atmosphere to her. Her charisma is unique. It's very different. I I really enjoyed her. Um, Yeah, this show was a bit all over the place. Air Fox versus Austin Theory. Those two guys have good spot fest matches. Um, I think... I think, uh, yeah, this is the show with David Starr and Jeff Cobb versus Ethan Page and Josh Alexander. Ethan Page is um, okay. Well, let's not get ahead of yourself. Ethan Page is a very good wrestler. Whoa, 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 whoa. Dial it back, dial it back. It went too far, it went too far. Check out this match. I think you'll like it. Um, I, David Starr and Jeff Cobb are heels. Um, Ethan Page and the returning Josh Alexander, who I think married his way back into a green card um wow that is that is a stern uh approach to marriage you have here 
it's that's Phil Brooks talking to Paul Levesque. Um, he's uh, he's very good. Ethan Page is very good. We've already established this. Everyone and, in this match very good. Very yeah, good. yeah. Uh, David Starr, I, uh, I I saw at the gimmick table. I told him he was uh, he was my favorite wrestler, and then he said uh, I'm my favorite wrestler. And then the next month, I went up to him and said, I get it now. And he was like, what? And I was like, you're your favorite wrestler. And he winked at me. Yeah. So Good stuff. It took me, that's, took me, up, took me a month. <laughs> that's banter right there. Yeah. And then he, then he showed me the holes in his head from Nick Gage staple gunning him. So, Good is uh, gracious. We don't deserve David Starr. David Starr is a treasure, and Phil Schneider needs to take it back. Delete the post. You got the hey, you've got the ability to delete. I can post, delete any. Right? I can. I can do it one better. I can edit the post. Oh, <laughs> well, I could do some real things there. Oh boy. Oh boy. Well, too much think, power. Think on it. Too much power. Sleep on that, and uh, I think you will make a fully rational decision when you ban Philip Albert <laughs> Schneider from the WDKW boards tomorrow morning. Um. <laughs> Final shout here. December. Yeah. Uh, AEW's Legacy. Yeah, these shows have bad names. Um, let's see here. This is the show that I brought uh, my buddy to from work. Uh, Jason, formerly a writer on HardcoreGamer.com, left because he hated it. Um, he had never been to a wrestling show in his life has not seen wrestling since the rock was still like Rocky Mania, probably. Um, I think he really had a fun time. I had to explain to him that wrestling is different now. Things have changed. Yeah. Um, he was a big fan of Keith Lee and Shane Strickland. How do you feel about Shane Strickland? Uh, not great. I'm going to yeah. be completely honest with you. Shane Strickland, <laughs> not a very good professional wrestler. Excellent theme song. Sure, maybe. I don't know. I've never heard Chaka, Chaka Khan, Ain't Nobody. Who? Fucking, are we about done here? We're, we're almost there. <sighs> we're almost Check there. out Ain't Nobody by Chaka Khan. <laughs> it's a good song. Um, um, yeah, so Keith Lee and Shane Strickland versus the besties, uh, Davey Vega and Matt Fitchett. It's a fun match. Uh, Shane Strickland does his like fucking the swerve stomp. I was going to explain what it is. If you're listening to this, you probably hate Shane, Str- Shane Strickland and know the move well. Davey Vegas sitting in the front row behind the guardrail in a chair. Shane Strickland does the swerve stomp from the second rope over the guardrail to the floor. Um, one of the nuttiest spots I've seen live this year. So I don't remember anything else from the match. This is the show that I drank the most PBRs during because I had a person who could drive if need be. Um, but yeah, that spot is burned in my brain. Um, oh, the hurricane was at this show. Yep. <laughs> right. Yep. Right. Uh, it was supposed to be the hurricane and Trevor Lee in a singles match, which I was actually super looking forward to. Um, as, Obviously. as someone doesn't know, the Hurricane and Trevor Lee do have a relationship in the world of sure. wrestling. The Hurricane is his dad. Um, both North Carolina boys. Yes. Um, that was a thing. And I think what I'm, – I'm pretty sure that Gregory Helms was 
in some sort of angle with him and Impact earlier this year, right? I've yeah, seen one hundred percent. Yeah. The uh, the, the you, you actually described the angle. The angle literally was Helms is Trevor Lee's father. Well, uh, okay. I didn't. I had. I honestly had no idea. That's it, a... that's actually a, <laughs> I, it. Wasn't true either. So um, it was a <laughs> it, it was a mentor mentee relationship, if I recall. Okay. Okay. Um, ask Gary I mean, Kidney on Twitter. Uh, he'll be the only person that will will accurately describe the relationship um, between Gregory Helms and Trevor Lee. Right. Okay. Uh, Gregory Helms, Trevor Lee, Impact Wrestling 2017, and Oral History. I will. <sighs> That'd be so good. That'd be so good. Yeah. Um, let's see. There's some stuff on this show. God. Um, women's title tournament. Bad. Uh, Jessica Havoc, not great. Rachel Ellering, I think, is not very good. Whoa, whoa, I, whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know. I need to see more of her. Her match with David Starr at uh, one of the Beyond shows that's on Powerbomb is pretty fun. I don't know. Right. I shouldn't I shouldn't go saying things, you know? Yeah, don't have opinions. <laughs> I um, shouldn't assume either because you know what they say about assuming. Makes it it's not good you. and you shouldn't do it. Yeah, that too what they say about it um ach versus matt riddle this is a fun match uh 15 minute draw uh chops and kicks in the crowd you would think matt riddle who has bad tendencies would have them all brought out against a guy with even worse tendencies like ach and yeah that definitely happened but this is a very fun match live how many canadian Um, destroyers give it to me straight oh man you know what? I don't think there were any. This might be a might be a very good professional wrestling match then. Hate to disappoint you. I know what a big fan you are. Oh, greatest move in professional wrestling today: the destroyer. The most logical. Yes, most logical. Have you seen? Mm. I I don't Looks know. If good. It's like, is it the OI4K guys who do like a forced Canadian destroyer, where they make one guy Canadian destroyer could? What is? How do you say? Canadian destroy his partner? That would be the Carnies, and it's called the Force Destroyer. Carnies. Oh, I'm gonna save my opinions about the Carnies. They seem they seem like very nice guys. It's a shot. That's a shot in itself. This at this point, <laughs> we get subliminal messaging. <laughs> oh man, um, Air Fox versus Myron Reed versus Sammy Guevara is eight minutes long, and it's fucking awesome. Check that match out. It's nonstop. There are multiple dives into the crowd, uh, both on purpose and accidental. Good. That's what I want, the accidental dives into the crowd. Yeah. Oh, and I, I want to shout out this guy who sits in the front row on the uh, – not on the hard cam side, but the opposite side. You see, probably see the back of his fucking bald head for every show um, in LaSalle. He's got a cane. He's about 1,000 years old. He looks like uh, Bill Watts, but in the worst possible shape. He sucks. Absolute worst. I also want to shout out another guy in the crowd who sits uh, usually right in front of me and the guys I sit with, who is uh, like a juggalo-looking guy, real skinny, world's biggest uh, OI4K fan, and always brings his grandma to the show. Who Tough cross to bear. <laughs> He sends his grandma to buy like four beers at a time, and then he just drinks them one after another. Living the dream, living the dream. Yeah, yeah, LaSalle, LaSalle, baby. Um, 
I think that's pretty much it for this show. Um, Zima Ion versus Ethan Page, who is a very bad wrestler. Um, um, I want to say something about the Penta versus Phoenix match that I forgot, but you were, yeah, you were talking about the crazy dives in the Fox Reed Rivera match. Um, it should be noted, I thought at one point Phoenix paralyzed himself uh, by trying to do a dive into the crowd over the guardrail. Um, and he just lands upper back first on the guardrail. Um, huh. And it, I almost vomited. I was like, that's not how you're supposed to do that. Um, well, yeah. I don't remember that. I'm sure I popped for it. Yeah, I, I, I would have popped for it. It sounds bad. It sounds, it sounds bad. Um, maybe I should rewatch that match. I know <laughs> we're all very high on it. It's it's an experience. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna consume me for years on end. Yeah. Uh, do you have any other parting words for AAW's legacy? You know, I don't think so. Um, I think it was a strong show to end the year on. Um, I had tweeted at Danny Daniels that he should put the women in the the main event and give them time and let them steal the show. He put them in the main event. He gave them six minutes, and it was one of the worst matches on the card. Um, How can he have the worst match on the card with six minutes? That's the perfect time for a match. A, an elimination-style three-way Even match? Even better! <laughs> um, I don't know. I, it, it's a shame. I think Jessica Havoc is a bad person to spearhead this division. Um, that might not be the proper use of the term spearhead. Um no, I think that makes sense. Okay. She's she seems like a nice girl. <laughs> um all right. So that that wraps up the kind of the the real rundown here. Um So we'll say had a pretty good 2017 uh with AAW taking it over for the first time. Um I Yeah, I I couldn't be happier. I I love these shows. They are far from perfect they are not among the best shows that i've seen this year but they are a ton of fun i get to oh i i i do have one more thing to say about december dave christ is a fucking he's i i'm gonna fucking fight dave christ um he uh i flipped him off a bunch i told him he sucked um i asked him how his mother was doing um, told him to say hello to her for me. Um, after his match, he pulled off his rip, wrist tape, balled it up, threw it at me. I caught it, threw it back, and it hit him in the face. He then did the jump over the guardrail stuff. Um, it was very entertaining, right? Very good banter. Uh, he, um, <laughs> he, I'm walking out, and... He says, he's at the gimmick table, and he says, uh, I hope you have a very safe ride home. And I uh, I go to shake his hand and extend my hand, and he reaches out, and then I pull my hand away, and I flip him off. And he says, I hope you get in a car crash and die. They escalate really, quickly. I really like Dave Christ. Dave Christ sounds I mean, like a heck of a guy. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a hell of a physique. 
I feel like this is a subtle, very subtle shot. Um, Final word. <laughs> I don't know what uh, 2018 has in store for the territory. Yeah. Um, Hopefully it, more Dave Crest. It definitely seems like they are more willing to put on uh, more super indie type matches while still having plenty of the locals on board. Um, but the ratio definitely seemed to lean a little bit heavier uh, into the serious professional wrestling business aspect of things. Yeah. As the year progressed, it, um, I don't know. I think they see what brings people in and it's not my carton Bauer. What a shame. What a shame. Yeah. Cut a race though. Still on the card. Zero gravity. Still on the card. Yeah. Um, Paco. Paco. Push him to the fucking moon. I'm interested to see what they can do to kind of differentiate the card still. Um, yeah. Because they did seem to do some neat things. Uh, I did like that they built a little, they're building that little story with the uh, Brew Baker, Jake something and Kurt Stallion. Unit. Oh yeah. And uh, David Starr, Trevor Lee and, um, and Jeff Cobb is also a, a heel trio. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's a, that's a weird fun group. Their name is Wrestling, all caps, with no E. Don't know what that's about. Looks good on a shirt. Something about the world wrestling entertainment business. And how they don't oh. need it. Oh. It's very actually very bad um, when oh. you learn why the E is not there. Um, so you just... Fuck. I did ruin it for you. Can you cut this part out of the show? <laughs> uh, I just... I. Say so I just revealed the magic trick, how it all happens. Oh, brother. Um, but yeah, as long as you don't hear any promos on it, it's fine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's going to be an interesting year uh, as they continue to figure out what makes sense. Hopefully Gangrel pops the territory at some point in 2018. Um, yeah. Bob Holly return needs to happen. Follow that Black Label Pro um, uh business model of bringing in uh mordecai and pierre carl ouellette uh i i am all for weird things like that professional wrestling needs more weird things definitely it's already it's so normal now um well the u.s indie scene is sterile uh to a degree but there are promotions like game changer We've normalized the reverse Rana. We've normalized the Canadian Destroyer. We need to make these things bad. And we need to bring... We don't need to make these things bad. They are bad. (laughs) They are bad. We need to bring awareness to the fact that they are bad. And we need to book more... More more Sandman squashes. Uh, More Nick Gage versus Sandman 2007... 2018. Yeah. Be a real hoop. A true shoot, as the kids would say. Is Nick Gage allowed to drink? Is he like... Or I'm it, not sure what Nick Gage is allowed to do. I was pretty sure he was not allowed to cross state lines. And that's yeah, something he's I, definitely doing. Yeah. I I, I hope he's doing well. Um, I, 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 I love that man. Who doesn't? He's the king. Gang affiliated. MDK, MDK. Uh, okay. Well, in that case, I think that's essentially a wrap unless you have anything else you'd like to bring to the table here real quick no no i think um boy we went a while um we crushed it 
yeah, I think this was good. Um, I want to say um, I'm excited. Uh, I hope David Starr goes on Chapo Trap House. Um, or at the very least, Street Fight Radio. Um, I know Alex Worldwide Keller from AAW has talked about going on Street Fight. Um, I want David Starr on Chapo. I want Felix Biederman and David Starr taking picks together with their shirts off. Interesting. That's my, that's my hope for 2018. They definitely take a turn there. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Nothing, nothing sexual about it. It's just something I need for my collection. Yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> Who doesn't? David Starr, beautiful man. Beautiful man. Yeah. Uh, any plugs, Twitter handles, etc. Um, I, yeah, at very underscore tall underscore man, very tall man on Twitter. Um, I don't post about wrestling. I barely post at all. I have 27,000 tweets. They're mostly all from 2012 and 2013. Um, I have a Twitch stream. I do sometimes, um, I play player nuns battlegrounds, same handle, very underscore tall underscore man. Um, how tall are you? Playing, uh, like five, two good um, stuff. No, I'm not. I'm I'm of average male height. Some might say above average if you see me in my shoes. Um, I wear lifts like Raven used to do in WCW. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, check out my Twitch. Um, it's pretty bad. I have, I don't know. I broke 50 followers and I felt pretty good, but I'm stagnant. So follow me on Twitch. Um, I think that's it. I... Uh, I like, I like the, there's a, there's a, a message board called a WDK wrestling dot Uh, they definitely need a better domain name. Not going to happen. That's, I think that's a very good site. Um, um, when yeah. that, do, when the new domain name comes free, I'll, I'll do it every damn day. Um, I also have one more plug extreme wrestling net. Just kidding. You know what? They still – I can't log in. I can't do anything there. Um, oh, I'll hook you up with an invite. I'm resentful. It doesn't matter. Just kidding. I can have every invite in the book that won't let me download all your independent wrestling shows illegally. Goddamn. I'd also like to shout out R-U-T-U-B-E dot com, is it? <laughs> yep, yep. The RuTube. The RuTube. Uh, it's, not, it's not Ru. It's actually R-U-T-B – I'm sorry. R-U-T-U-B-E dot R-U. The Rutu. Uh, yeah, Rutubru. Um, Rutubru. Uh, also a very good website for checking out some stuff. I will be watching, what's it called? Wrestling Kingdom. Wrestling Kingdom. I'll be watching that. Wrestling Kingdom on that. Um, looking forward to all of this stuff that's going to happen on that. Looks like a The Professor Wrestles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, I hope everybody has a fun time tweeting about it. Instead of sleeping and then going to work, sounds like a real drag. Yeah, man. What are, what are we doing now? Um, yeah, I think that's all I got. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. One more plug. Uh, New Japan World. Good. Glad. Um, Thank you for having me, Sam. Thanks for being on. 